Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It is your boy, Long Beach Joe, and we are back at it, back at it, back at it again. This is going to be a recap for the Jets game against the Broncos. We are coming fresh off of watching the game. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. Salutes to everyone that joined and talked and had a lot of fun just talking because it was not fun watching this New York Jets team play. The New York Jets fall to the Denver Broncos 0-26. to 0-26. to And let me tell you something. We've got quite a bit to talk about, particularly on this offense. If you want to call in, the number is 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. You can call in now. The lines are open, and they are hot. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Get that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth to folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. Your boy is on iTunes as well. Check out my podcast on iTunes, okay? The Long Beach Joe Show. You can go there and listen to the show there, all right? Please also, you know, Subscribe to your boy, like I said, on iTunes. Leave me some feedback, too. It's always greatly appreciated when you folks do that. Always love hearing about what you folks think about the show. I'm also on YouTube as well, Long Beach Joe Justice, where I live stream the radio show where we have so much fun. Watch the game together. Long Beach Joe Jets, okay? Now we're going to get into the show, man. Listen, this New York Jets offense is putrid. It is horrific. It's completely terrible. When I tell you that today, we watched Zach Wilson go out there and not be protected properly. It was insane. They gave up five sacks today. Five. Five sacks. He had guys breathing down his neck all day long. Very little time to throw the ball. Very little time to get things done. Nothing. The offensive play calling was suspect as well, especially at times later in the game when we had chances to kind of try to get some type of offensive momentum going. We had nothing all day. There was nothing clicking. There was no consistency offensively. We couldn't get any type of momentum flowing offensively. And late in the game, when we actually got a turnover, we could have put ourselves in a position to possibly get some scores and get going. There was no sense of urgency whatsoever. It was just whole hum. Six minutes left. We get something, try to get something going, nothing. It was terrible. Zach was 19 to 35, 160 yards. He threw two interceptions today, one of which was a late throw with six minutes left. Threw it way too late, threw an interception. The other one was late in the game off of Braxton Berrios, off of his hands, and it turns into an interception. The defender, defender catches it. It's horrific. The offensive line, again, was terrible the whole day. Two guys, two guys. They had a running back chip, Von Miller. Then Morgan Moses is supposed to have him after the running back chips him. Guess what? He can't block Von Miller either. Von Miller gets himself a sack. In stride. Just nothing we can do. Not only was the offensive line bad pass protecting, 
Hell, we couldn't run the ball either. 43 yards total running. Total. Carter, Johnson, and Zach Wilson. 43 yards total. Horrific. It was a horrific day offensively for the New York Jets. This offense is terrible. It's lethargic. They start slow. They consistently start slow. We've seen this since the very beginning of the season. This consistent slow starts. Not being able to get anything going. Not getting any cohesiveness. Nothing. And that's going to continue to cost us throughout this season. We must put something together offensively. Schedule is going to get harder as we continue to go on. There's other teams that are just as good, if not better, than the Denver Broncos as we continue to go on. You cannot come out in an offensively driven league and continue to be lethargic offensively. I watched Connor McGovern get taken from the line of scrimmage all the way back into his running back during a handoff by a Broncos defender. They got an easy tackle for loss. Manhandled. Guys offensively dropping the ball all day. Corey Davis had drops. Ty Johnson had drops. Ty Johnson dropped the ball on fourth and one that was thrown on time, went right through his hands. Just nothing. This Jets offense did nothing today, nothing. And that's on them. Yet again, we're complaining, we're questioning the offensive play calling, yet again. Nothing aggressive, nothing to try to push the ball down the field early, nothing. Just ho-hum offense, getting smacked around, getting shut down, and just standing around the whole game. This offense is putrid. You know what else is putrid? I'll tell you what else is putrid. Penalties we continue to get every damn game. Every game, it's the same thing. We're heavily penalized. This game, we had eight penalties for 89 yards. The penalties killed us in this game. I'm going to get to the callers in just a second. Lines are hot. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. The penalties were horrific. There were so many penalties to extend the Broncos' drives, just gifting them first down, as if we weren't already struggling enough. Gifting them first downs, gifting them touchdowns. There was a defensive pass interference penalty on Eccles that extended a drive for the Denver Broncos that ended in them scoring a touchdown. You had Hardy, a guy that we signed in the offseason. He's supposed to be this veteran guy, a special teams guy. He gets a penalty on special teams that helps him as well move forward. He wants to jaw jack with the guy for no reason. Easy flag. May had a face mask penalty. Just so many penalties, it's insane. We had a penalty on us. We hit a 56-yard field goal. Amendola lines up, hits the 56-yard field goal. We get a penalty that takes away the field goal and has a punt. We can't do anything, man. This team is heavily penalized on a weekly basis. They play undisciplined on a weekly basis. When is Robert Sulla going to step up and stop this nonsense? What is he going to do? I'm tired of seeing this. I'm tired of seeing an offense that isn't capable to do anything. I'm tired of seeing a team that come out and get heavily penalized every week. I'm tired of that. 
the defense had its struggles. It did today. They got they got some they they touched Teddy Bridgewater today though. Okay? They got some sacks. They're very bend but don't break. But the defense played decent enough to keep us in the game. Played decent enough. They only scored twenty six points. They were at twenty for quite a long time. We were still in the game. In fact, our offense was horrific today. Horrific. And we were so heavily penalized, it's absolutely ridiculous. It must stop. It must stop. I'm tired of this, man. I'm tired of watching this team come out and play like this. And, oh, by the way, when we talk about the offense and we talk about the struggle, guess who was inactive today? I'm going to have a guess. The name rhymes with Simzel Sneems. You guessed it right. It's Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims inactive yet again, yet again. So was Jamison Crowder. We all know he's dealing with the situation, right? So we know that he's, he's dealing with the situation of why we wear a mask. He's still trying to recover. He's inactive as well. You look at this situation, you would think that Denzel Mims, the guys that are starting over him, are going to light it up. Jesse Smith had one catch for 13 yards. Keelan Cole had two catches for 30. You're telling me that you can't find a way to put Denzel Mims, a guy that has unbelievable natural ability, big, fast, great catch radius, we're struggling offensively to open things up. You're still on the field without Jameson Crowder, and you can't find a way to utilize Denzel Mims. This is insane. It's completely insane, and I just don't get it. I don't get what's going on here. This Jets offense is terrible to watch. This team being heavily penalized every single week. Tired of it, dude. I am tired of it. I'm tired of watching this team just go out there and just get destroyed on a weekly basis. We can't block. We can't do anything. So I'm going to get to these callers again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Go on live. We're talking to everyone. First call I want to go to, my guy Jason. Jason, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in today. Jason. Give me your thoughts on this Jets team and the offensive performance that was put out today. What were your thoughts about the play calling and the play of Zach Wilson? Um, the F minus, uh, the minus, the worst possible grade you can give them. To me, mm. it looked was this as Gabe's offense? Because to me, it, oh. it it didn't change. Like I don't know why what we were doing. What was the plan going into this? It it was just so bad. There's nothing. There, there was nothing us to do. There was nothing. It didn't look like we we planned to play this game. It just it was just so bad that there's, there's no word to describe it. We just there was nothing there. We were we were like ghosts. There's nothing there. Yeah, yeah. The thing that killed me the most is the lack of protection as well. That's what blew my mind. The fact that the offensive line really couldn't stop anything. What are your thoughts about the play? I mean, we saw the play where where there's two guys out there trying to block Von Miller and they can't get it done. How do you feel about Morgan Moses and Ty Johnson whiffing, <laughs> whiffing on their blocks of, of, of Von Miller? You know, and it, that was kind of funny too. You know, you, um, going back to the off season is that we were talking about this. We were talking about, hey, bring the protection. We need to bring so much protection that, so that whatever happens in the season, stuff like this didn't happen. And you and me yeah. were both – 
oh, well, like, we need to get this, we need to get this, we need to get this, just keep up. And, and Joe Douglas did none of that, and now we're seeing the results of it. Joe Douglas has failed Zach Wilson like he failed Sam. That's something mm. that needs to be set out there right now. The guy, he didn't want to replace the center because he felt good. Guess what? The center got beat so bad, lost seven yards on a one. Yeah. On a running play, and we lost seven yards by that center. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's inexcusable. It's literally inexcusable right now. Everyone should, should be fired at this from what we just saw. GM, coach, anyone can be fired right now. Oh. But, you know, I, I understand the frustration. I'm, I, I'm not saying I want to see people fired, but I am saying this. I'm saying that the, the Jets have got to step up. It's so bad it's ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous, especially when you're putting guys like Denzel Mims on the bench and you're keeping him inactive. I don't understand why you're doing that when it's clear that we need threats. We need weapons out there offensively. We're struggling, and we're not getting it done. Now, I want to go to the defensive side of the ball with you because let me tell you something. This defense, you know, it played all right. What were your thoughts about some of the things that you saw out there from C.J. Mosley? Because he was flying around making some hits. Yeah, um, he was playing very well. I was very happy with the performance. Again, we're going to keep saying this because it's going to be a broken record until they fix the offense. Defense keeps us keeping in the game, but the offense are uh, laying in there. So many times, like really, the defense—the only thing, defense—the only thing that's keeping us in these games. If it wasn't for the defense, we'd be getting blown out fifty to zero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's tough when you watch this team and you watch this awful offensive output, man. It's horrific. But so, my final question before I let you go, Jason, because you're bringing the heat right now, is what do you think the Jets need to do to fix this issue that they have with penalties? because we were heavily penalized yet again today for 89 yards. What are your thoughts about that, and what do you think that Robert Sullivan should do to keep guys from thinking that, hey, getting these penalties is okay? First of all, I talked to the people and saying, especially the um, the CB, um, I forgot his name, but he had his little thing taunting. I talked to the guys and yeah, said, party. if we're down points, I don't want to see any taunting from you. You shouldn't be talking nothing. Let your, let your play do the talking. I don't want to see any of that. And if you do, you'll be seen on the bench next to Denzel yeah. Mims. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, Listen, it's Jason, just so just, stupid. Yeah. Listen, Jason, you're talking that talk right now, and I, and I respect your take. <laughs> Listen, Jason, I'm going to let you go. Got to the, we got to get to the rest of these lines. They are hot. You have a good night, all right, my friend? Uh, you too. Go Jets. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. We're talking to everybody. The lines are hot right now. Please be patient when you call in. Don't call in and hang up. I know I have a bunch of new viewers, new listeners. Don't call in a hang-up, call in a hang-up. When you call in, I can see you. Just hold on, wait your time, and I'll get you on, I promise, and we'll listen to your takes and what you got to hear. So next, I'm going to my guy, D from the Bronx. Monty, we'll get to you in a second. D from the Bronx, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend, D. Give me your thoughts on what you saw out there from this New York Jets offense. How did you feel after watching the performance that they put out on the field? Hey Joe, what's good, man? 
What's going on now? Uh, do you know what what rehab that uh, Adam Gates checked himself into? Because I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm about to be sitting right next to him. I swear to God. I swear to God. I'm running yeah. out of Henny over here every week. I can't do it no more. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't it, do it. it. This is this is. It is I mean, it, the but, loss is so. It's so bad. Like, I mean, this guy calling his offensive plays is terrible. Yeah. This is terrible, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It, I it, mean, it's awful. I, I, I seen the wide receivers and, and and San Fran, they doing end arounds. I haven't seen not one end around. Yeah, I mean, what killed me today too, as well. It wasn't. It was just. It was. It's the lack of urgency. Even with the clock, you know, starting to dwindle down in the fourth quarter, we were down some scores. It seemed like they were hesitant to really get rolling offensively, as far as no huddle, really get going, get some quick stuff going, get moving down the field. It was none of that. He was still handing the ball off to run the ball, and we were down a couple scores. And I was just looking around confused, like, what exactly is going on around here? You know what I mean? Did you feel the same way? I felt the same way, but also, did you notice, even in preseason, we don't throw the ball 25 yards down the field. Everything is dink and dunk. Everything is dink and dunk, and you got these guys sitting on these same patterns that we're doing. Yeah, yeah. And and you bring up a great point, Dean. So my next question for you is, do you feel like, because, again, when we saw them try to push a little bit, and it was late, we saw Jack Wilson throw his first interception. He threw a ball really late. The defense keyed on it, picked it up, catched it. It was an easy interception. Do you feel like they're not being as aggressive as they could be to get the ball down the field, push the ball down the field because they don't trust Zach Wilson yet? I, I just think it's the play calling. It, it just his mm-hmm. offense. It seemed like it's just designed to. I mean, to dink and dunk all the way down the field and run the ball. We have not taken mm-hmm. a shot. I'm telling you, this goes back to preseason. If if yeah. Zach Wilson don't break the pocket, the mm-hmm. only time we've thrown the ball deep. So this yeah. is back to the Adam Gase offense all over again. He will. Yeah. He refuses to throw deep, and once again. Yeah. But the, once again, the man inactive. I'll, I'll say his name. It rhymes with limbs. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the bench drinking. He might as well come sit next to me, drink some Hennessy. I'm telling you. I, you know, I'm right there with you. I, I don't understand it. I don't get what exactly. Look, we've been told that Denzel Mims only knows one or two positions on the offense. They want him to learn all three. Here's the deal. When you're looking at an offense that is, that is struggling right now, you need to have as all hands on deck. Where's the threat? Where's the guy that, you know, you feel like is going to take the top off? Look, Corey Davis, Corey Davis played well, right? But you've got to have more than just him out there. Jameson Crowder is dealing with it. He's an actor. He's dealing with an injury. you got, you know, Cleveland Cole out there. He's not, he's not a guy that's going to take the top off like that. You know, a lot more still learning himself. Why is Mims not out there from that standpoint? If he only knows two positions, then put him out there just knowing the two positions. What's the problem with that? That's my mindset on it. What are your thoughts on that? 
Keelan Cole is out there eating potato chips and snacks, doing nothing. <laughs> He's doing absolutely nothing out there. Nothing. Davis, I, I mean, I, I was never high on Davis at wide receiver, but he had mm-hmm. to come down with that catch today. He had to. Yeah, yeah. He had to. Yeah, yeah. there was quite a bit of drops today. Let's see, my, my final question for you before I let you go, because you bring in the heat, man. What were your thoughts about the player, Quentin Williams, today, man? How did you feel about him? Do you think he stepped up and really provided what you needed today? I mean, he had his he had his moments here and there. Uh, he stepped up a little bit today. He had his two sacks. You know, hopefully that'll get him going. Uh, yeah. I, the defense the defensive line played decent today. I'm going to tell you it was a big problem, and I don't know if anybody else sees this. These linebackers are terrible. Oof, They're man. terrible. Williams, his There's brother a lot of missed tackles. that wide open, wide open tackle yeah. in the open field to the, against yeah. the running back, and they got a first down. The linebackers are awful. I'm telling you now. Yeah. We wasted two draft picks in a row on safeties, moving them to linebackers instead of getting linebackers. It's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know, Mosley, Mosley made some plays today. Uh, like you said as well, there were some missed tackles, especially from our backers. But things have got to clean up. But the defense played well enough to keep us in the game. It's just this offense and the horrific penalties that we saw today that killed us. But, D, I got to get back to these lines, man. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in today. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? You, you know it, man. Have a good one, man. I'm going to drink some more Hennessy, and I'm going to check myself in with Adam Gates. <laughs> Be, now be careful with that. Be careful with that henny. All right. Be careful with that henny. You have a good one. Okay. <laughs> right. Listen. Salute. Five five one five five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Please be patient when you call in. The lines are hot. Look. Look at you know the Jets got everybody. They they got him on the henny. They got everybody just just. You know, be patient, call in, and we're going to listen to everybody, all right? The only thing I don't allow on my show is cursing, all right? You cursing, you get on my show, I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than New York Jets can ruin an offense. It's fast, man. That offense is terrible. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Next, I'm going to my guy, Monty. Monty, I'm coming to you. Venom G's, please be on hold. 857, you're on hold as well. Please hold on a second. Monty, I'm coming directly to you, Monty. What's happening? It's time to talk, my friend. On? It's time to talk, my friend. Listen, hold on a second. I already know you coming through. Why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I gave you some money earlier for that security, man. I get. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. told my you, alarm. man. You know, I had to. I had to, you got to beef it up a little bit. Oh yeah, my alarm's going off. You already know how it goes when you step in the building. <laughs> so I've been alerted. All right, I know you're here. So here we are sitting yes. down, yes. and we're talking okay. Jets now. Jets just get their butt mm-hmm. handed to them, 0-26. to 26. The offense was mm-hmm. horrific the entire day. Give me your thoughts mm-hmm. on the offensive play calling and the performance of Zach Wilson. Uh, the offensive play calling was horrible. Uh, I didn't see – it was just basically dink, dink and dunk passes. But mm-hmm. I can't really blame – the coaches, if that if it, you know if that makes sense, I'm gonna, I'm gonna and I'm gonna explain why. Okay. The Jets us, really don't. The the Jets really don't have 
firepower to be able to really attack a defense the way that you need to, okay? Because where's the burners? You know, if, you want, if you're trying to attack guys deep, you need burners. We don't have any burners. You know, we have a bunch of possession. Well, possession. Yeah, but. Well, well, I mean, there's a guy named Mims that, I mean, he's not <clears throat> slow. <laughs> you got a guy named Mims yeah. uh, and active every week. I'm just I'm just saying, you said we ain't got no burners. Here's a guy that we've seen be able to take a top off of the defense, right? We've seen Denzel Mims yeah. be able to really abuse guys, and not just like regular yeah. old guys. We've seen him beat some legitimate corners. So if you're saying that, then I'm, my next question for you, Monty, and I know you're going to give it your take too, is uh, well, yeah. then why is yeah. Mims inactive? Why is Mims inactive? So, Go ahead. So, Joe, 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 Joe. So this goes a- back, This is and, and this is why, and this is exactly why, I go in on Joe Douglas because <laughs> this stems from ego. Everything that Joe Douglas does is just – it doesn't even make sense. It's, it, I mean, it goes way back. It goes back to, to Robbie Anderson. Why not give Robbie Anderson more money? Why? Because, oh, my, you, you know, I don't, I don't – you know, I'm not going to pay a receiver $2, two million extra dollars because that's just the way I do business. It's ego-driven, and it's the same thing with Denzel Mims. We need – Denzel Mims, he's a dynamic playmaker, and I want to see him progress and turn into the receiver that I think that he can be. And Joe Douglas and this organization is just so full up on just ego. It starts with Joe mm. Douglas. It, was, it happened with Adam Gaze. It's just like we don't know why they make the decisions that they make. And it's just like you're, you're basically uh, you're hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself with these moves. Why not activate him at least? I mean, if you're going to just put him in there for a couple plays and see what he does. Like, you got to stop this. We're not good enough to be able to just sit guys. You know? And I'm just I'm just yeah. so tired of it. I'm, I'm, I'm so – like, this team is just so horrible, Joe. It's so bad to watch. This this is not a this is not an NFL caliber football team. I watch I watch I watch games all day, and I and and when I watch it, it's just it doesn't even. It's just hard to watch, man. It's just really hard to watch. And and like I said, you know, I joke with you a lot. I joke with you a lot, man. Yeah. And yeah. you know, uh, I I I didn't want to. This year, I didn't have high expectations because I I knew that this team was just you know, poorly constructed. Like, I knew, you know, we weren't going to be able to do many things this year. And, you know, uh, and even though we drafted uh, Zach Wilson, that was the bright spot. And I saw some things in in preseason, which uh, gave me hope. And, you know, I was able to see, you know, I wanted to see how he progressed this season. But the rest of the – here's the Jets. Here's the problem with the Jets. And this is why I want to break it down real quick. The Jets, when you get in tight, when you go, when you get in tight situations, you know, like a like a third and like a third and one, or you know, a third and five. Who are you going? Who 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 are you going to? You don't you don't know. If you give it to Corey Davis, Corey he's going to drop a critical pass. He's going to. I can't count on him. I can't count on him. I can't count on any of these guys. And and that's the problem with the Jets. They don't have a player when the games get tight. When you need to make a play. They don't have that guy to say, here, we're going to go here to this guy because he's going to make mm-hmm. a play. Your, our rookies aren't progressing. At least Elijah Moore, he's not progressing. Everybody told me this guy was Odell Beckham. He was going to be rookie of the year. He's not that guy. 
He's a five mm. eight. He's a five eight receiver who's very shifty. So in the second round, we drafted we drafted a, basically a slot receiver. Our last year second round pick. He doesn't even play. We cut uh we 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 cut a bunch of our defensive players. Joe, yeah. this dude, Joe just does not know how to construct this roster. And until mm. we get somebody who knows what they're doing and, and is not ego-driven, we're going to be in the same position. And we're going to stunt yeah. Zach Wilson's progression. And it just, it just sucks because this guy is a player. I know. He's, he's, just, he's <laughs> a natural passer of the football, you know. And he just needs to just be on a team that's stable, that has direction, and he will be able to progress and grow. And we have not had that. Even with Sam, looking at Sam Darnold, he has that in Carolina. And you see that he's looking competent. We don't have that. And it just sucks that year in and year out, this is what happens to our team, man. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm right there with you. I mean, to me, it's like I look at the situation and I say to myself, we're in a rebuild. We all know that. We've been sho- we've had rebuild shoved down our throat for the last I don't know how many years at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So you're in a rebuilding right. year with young quarterback. You're trying to figure out who's the guys you should be able to keep around. And I feel like I don't understand why you don't play Mims or why you don't put you know the the personnel you need to on the field to figure out who they are. We're in a full blown rebuild. That that's the name mm-hmm. of the game here. Figuring out who you can go forward with and who you can build with. Especially when, again, like you said, you look at this situation, you got Crowder, he's out. Keelan Cole, I mean, is he really showing you like he's some crazy? Dude, put the best no, guys out no, there on the field and let's go out there and do their thing. It's, it's, just, it's, it's mind-blowing. Again, we talk about Elijah Moore. I think he's a little bit more talented than you're giving him, but we have yet to see, like you said as well, he's still a young guy growing. We'll figure out what he's having going forward, but he got concussed today, right. so we'll see what happens going forward mm-hmm. with him. Just this, this Jets offense is all over the place, and a big part of it, and this is where I really wanted to go with you, was the strength that's supposed to be of this offense is what? We talked about the wide receiver core this offseason being a strength and the yeah. offensive line being a strength. This offensive line is terrible. This O-line Awful. is terrible. And I know that we, we're lo- we lost Makai Becton, but even when Makai was playing, it was terrible. Right? He was getting so O-laid. It's really bad. <laughs> we <laughs> We gave up five sacks today. One sack took me through the moon. When you had the running back come out and ship Von Miller, then Morgan Moses goes out there and can't handle Von Miller. What were your thoughts about the <laughs> offensive line performance today? We couldn't even run the damn ball. We couldn't Let, even run the ball. I mean, okay, okay. I mean, we do we, we, we do have to give Vic Fangio and that defense uh, a lot of credit, man. They have some players on that on the other side of the ball. But like I said, this is an NFL team. Who guys? You know, everybody gets paid. Who guys? Huh? Who guys? On yeah. Time? Yeah. So Bobby, yeah. It's, it's, who it's, guys it's, in stride? Come on. Mind. Yeah. I and listen, oh, listen, listen, listen. It's no excuses. It's no excuses for it. You know. But I, I just have to give credit to the Broncos defense. We don't have players who can compete with high level talent in the NFL. So a guy like Von Miller, he is gonna wreck our whole offensive line, our running backs, our tight ends, because we don't have we don't have guys who can deal with them. Who who's gonna deal with them? You know what? Our running you know, backs Monty? are inexperienced. I, I hear you, Monty, yeah. but it wasn't just it wasn't just it wasn't just Vaughn that was hurting us, dude. I watched Connor McGovern get taken from the line of scrimmage into his own backfield and hit his running back on a handoff. 
easy tackle for loss. He was getting chucked aside like a bag of potatoes. <laughs> I mean, my, I mean, come the, on. The, the guy, this these guys are they're not good. Listen, oh. I knew that they were not good, yo. Like oh, they, they're not. They're they're Joe they're Joe Douglas guys. Yeah, you brought brought them in. They might have a name other places, you know. But they're not good, you know. And we don't have no. and <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Come on, scare me. Man, Come on, this, this, the, the roster. Tell me something. Is, the roster is just, okay. 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 Look, cheer me up. Come on. So, okay. So look. Tell me something look. good about the defense. Just, we'll, 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 the defense play well. Give me I, something. I can't, tell, I can't tell. They don't tackle. They don't tackle. Oh. They don't cover. They don't do anything. All they all all the only thing that I can say good about the defense, the uh you know our defense is that we don't give up the big touchdowns. You know we like to keep yeah. everything in front, and that's fine. Yeah. But when you're doing that, learn how to fucking tackle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm watch, sorry. Watch, I'm sorry, watch, watch I'm sorry. the words. I'm sorry. Watch. I'm sorry. 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 I I, my apologies. I'm sorry. Sorry, I understand. The um, just learn, Look. learn how to learn how to tackle. Learn how to tackle, man. And they don't, they they yeah. just don't, they just don't do it, man. They just do not do it at all. And um, they they're keeping us in the game by playing that way. But mm-hmm. the offense just they can't really bail the defense out. So when you're playing, when you're playing that style of football, bend but don't break. The offense has to <laughs> put up more than zero points. <laughs> yeah. No. Listen, Monty, I hear you. Look, Monty, I got to get back to these lines, man. The lines are hot. I got people calling in. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, Monty, I want to hear from you, bro. I love going back and forth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. I'll talk to you, Joe. You have a good one, man. Monty calling in, man. I respect Monty. I respect Monty and his take. He's got some fire. Hey, Monty. We're going to keep getting to these lines, but before we go there, salutes to GM Sin with the big, 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 big donation. I said salutes to GM Sin with the big, 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 big donation. Thank you, GM, for uh, donating to the platform. GM says when Mim gets on the field, book it. He's going to make a difference. He has a potential. Just play the kid. Let him get that experience. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand what's going on here. I really don't. I don't understand why Mims is on the bench. We get it. He doesn't know every single position, but guess what? Play him at the position that he does know. Because even these guys that you're telling us knows all the positions, right? They aren't outputting much. We need weapons. We need guys out there to attack. We cannot have talent like that sitting on the bench. How long are you going to keep him on this bench? The entire season? Are you looking to trade him? Do you? Those rumors are swirling around. We've got to get it together. We've got to put guys out there that can help Zach Wilson. You're getting him killed, and then when you're not getting him killed, he's struggling trying to figure out how to dissect the defense. He's throwing interceptions. We've got to figure it out. Also, salute to Tim's Collectibles with the big, 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 big donation. With the big donation. Salute to Tim Collectibles with the big, big, big donation. Tim's Collectibles says $1 for every loss we will have this season. He gave me 13 Tim said we're going to have 13 on him. Salutes. Again, thank you to GM. Thank you to uh, to Tim as well. We're going to keep getting getting back to these lines. Salutes to all the savages in the chat as well. We will be coming to you too. I know people have a lot of questions, a lot of things to say. We'll be addressing that as well. 
Again, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe. Give the stream a thumbs up as well, all right? It's always greatly appreciated. Also, please share the stream with your friends and family. It's always greatly appreciated as well, too. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Next, I'm going to my guy, Venom G's. Chris, hold on a second. We'll come to you in a second. But we're coming to my guy, Venom G's. Listen, Venom G's knows his Jets, all right? Venom G's knows his Jets. He's a Jets fan through and through, just like the rest of us. Venom G's, the New York Jets. First off, salute to you, Venom G's, and I want to thank you for calling in today. The Jets lose. Man, the thanks, bro. I, I, I don't know how long I'm going to be a Jets fan for. <laughs> but this game. We lose the we lose today. We consider it my 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 options. No, no. Don't don't blame me. I did not no, take that no. green energy off. All right, keep it on, everybody. You know we're trying our best. We lose today to the Denver Broncos, twenty six to zero. This offense is terrible. Give me your thoughts about this offensive line and the performance that you saw today from it. The line is horrible, man. From year to year, we see the same thing, man. Last year, the line was horrible. The year before that, the line was horrible. So we uh, we keep it up with the tradition, I guess, man. But I, yeah. think, I think Joe Douglas is probably waiting for two more years to, you know, because it seems like every year he picks a line, a piece for that line to straighten that out. So I think in two more years, we'll have a, a good defense, uh, offensive line, I guess, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, crazy. So I don't Why? think I don't think I don't think it's all yeah. on Joe Douglas though. I, I think it's more of the coaching. I don't think the coaching style matches these players. I I don't think the players are buying in as as much as they should be because this this but is it, this team it just it, looks, just, yeah. But and this is hard to run, Venom. Yeah, that's my question for you, though, Venom. You're saying that that's not on Joe Douglas, but isn't it? Because isn't he the guy that hired his coaching staff? Right? The first question that should have been when you hired this guy was, hey, when you look at this roster, you look at these players on it, including the guys I just drafted, do you think that these guys can function within your offensive system? So the first thing you should ask. Yeah. Right? And I so think Joe Mims being active every week, I mean – what exactly are we? You know to what it here? is. Are you telling me that Denzel Mims doesn't fit the offense? No, no. What happens is Joe. This is what happens. It's just like if mm-hmm. I see a play, I say, "Oh shoot, this play is great. Bring him on to me." And then once mm-hmm. you get, you may do something that rubs you wrong a little bit. Yo, I need you here. Everybody else on the team is there from OTAs from the beginning. Denzel Mims not there, so you're looking like, "Yo, I don't." I really so it rubs people the wrong way. It's not that, you know, he's a, not a good player. Personality mm-hmm. is class and things happen. So I think Denzel Mim must have did something to rub them the wrong way. So I, I think mm-hmm. it's the conflict going on. And even even like you said, man, is we have players. Look what happened when we have really good players. Back then mm-hmm. was good until we brought in Carl Lawson. Then Carl Lawson makes him look like he's trash and he's even second guessing himself once you get a really good player in there it shows you the good from the great yeah but that and i I hear what you're saying venom and i and i respect that take but here's the deal i'm gonna give you some pushback on that because if we sign Mm -hmm. carl lawson who's the big pass rusher that we we all knew we needed right if he was coming Mm -hmm. in if he had come and hadn't challenged beckton at all and beckton was dominating him every single day in practice wouldn't that spoke wouldn't that have spoken to the lack of talent that Carl Lawson would have? Listen, Mackay Beckton's a great tackle. I, I, 
But if, if you're going to be a good pass rusher here, then he should be pushing Beckton every single day, right? And it's not just us thinking that Beckton was good wasn't just because it just didn't come out of anywhere. Beckton was facing pass rushers mm-hmm. all last season. He's the best offensive lineman that we had on our team, right? We saw it. We all saw the special title play. I've talked about it. I said, out of my own mouth, I believe he has all pro talent, which I do believe that, right? But I still, I still, I still think back, that. Yeah, and we all do. When he gets back from this injury, we'll figure things out. My problem going back, and it's something that you kind of touched on, and I wanted to touch on that as well, is, look, if Denzel Mims has rubbed people the wrong way, you as a coach, whatever it is, because, again, we, we just continue to keep hearing that he doesn't know all three. He just knows two no, of I, the positions really well, but he doesn't know all three. If you believe that he's rubbed the coaching staff the wrong way, this is your belief, then guess what? You need to – good coaches, great coaches in this league put petty stuff like that aside. All right? Yeah, We've seen coaches yeah. in the past have issues with players, be able to put them aside. Oh, there was guys that had issues with Odell Beckham. They were able to put it aside, and guess what? He was put out there on the field and made successful. Right? There's other yeah, guys, and I, other, I, other wide receivers around the league. So that's what needs to be done here because guess what? Just having an issue, if that's what you believe it is, it, it's killing us offensively. This is a guy that yes, should be out there because he's a part of the big building block, you know, going forward. Mm-hmm. He's a guy we took around. We let Robbie go, and mm-hmm. what did we say? It's all right. We'll find a wide receiver in the in the uh, in the draft. <laughs> and the next draft that Joe had, that's that's what we did. though, Venom. We can go back there. Yeah, we let Robbie go. And listen, we'll just find one in the draft. And when Denzel Mims was no. selected, a lot of people in this fan base was like, he's the guy that's going to fill into where Robbie left off. He's the guy that's going to step up. We're going to be able to depend on Denzel Mims. He had a huge offseason. Everybody was excited. Everybody said he was going to be a breakout guy. Everybody, right? That's what we were hearing coming out of Jets, Jets camp, period, was that Denzel yeah, Mims yeah, was going to be but, a guy but, to have over 1,000 yards and break off. And now he's completely inactive. We haven't seen him at all this season. You know, you know what game. I learned in one the camp. last You know what I learned in the last few years? Anything mm-hmm. out of Jets, the, the, the official Jets, I can't believe anything. I remember this. Gas, no brakes. The brakes are all the way off. I don't know where the where the brakes are at right now. There's no gas to this. This I can't believe your mantra you selling. Last year, Sam said it was a explosive offense. We're gonna do this. We're gonna. I can't believe nothing you're selling me. Don't sell me none of that. And I do believe you. I do believe everything that you just said, Joe. Because look yeah. at Henry Ruggs the third in in Los Angeles. He's only a goal. Yeah. You, yeah. They don't say, yo, look at, try to learn every play, every position. Yo, if you're a burner, you burn them. Look at, look at um Hill up in Kansas City. They don't, there's, yeah. there's certain people with the talents to pass all that other stuff. You make it, you simplify for them and say, go do what yeah. you do great. If you, if yeah. you, you were more, if you a technician on it, if you're Julio Jones, you tell Julio, do whatever you do. And you fix your team around that. But these people aren't like that. This is like, Adam Gase's again, whereas these people want them to fit into a system where you got to tailor make the system around these players, and they're not doing that. Exactly. And again, I, I, look, my comparisons between you know coaches having issues with guys like you know OBJ and the other talents. I'm not comparing Mims to any of those guys. I'm just saying when coaches, if if like you were saying, if if it is a relationship or they've done something rubbing the wrong way, that coaches that care about winning, winning. It surpasses everything, okay? Yes. It, 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 it surpasses everything. So guess what? You can fix that. You can fix those issues, yes. get them figured out, and move on from them. But like you said, it, it, you know, 
It's got to be something. But for me, another thing, I look at this offensive line as well, Venom, because you're bringing the heat right now. And I'm saying, jeez, Luis, this, this, you look at this offense and this line can't block anybody, it seems like. They can't stop anything. I mean, Connor McGovern getting yeah. drugged back. Dude, when you look at this line, we can't even run the football. What were your thoughts about our inability to be able to run the football today effectively? Look, everything, look at look um, the dude we had in the offensive line last year goes to Carolina. Look at every player that we yeah. have that went to Carolina, saying um, the offensive yeah. linemen, Frankie Lou, they bowling. So it's not yeah. it's not here. It's the system that they're in and whatever they got. I'm seeing Frankie on Thursday looking like the second coming of Lawrence Taylor or something. Well, I'm like, what's going on? The, the, it's something with this system here that these guys don't buy in. It must be the building. People don't hold them accountable. It's, it's all lip service, I think, that's happening where it's like, hey, you know, we're, we're holding these guys accountable and they're doing what the hell they want to do. It don't it don't seem like a competent football team. It doesn't seem like, you know, any team that it's not ran like that. I don't I don't understand. The defense is horrible. These cornerbacks are getting cooked every day and week. They're, they're playing ten yeah. ten yards back. I, I, I oh man, this this is horrible. It's, this it's is hard tough. to watch. And then we have people yeah. hurt. Ashton Davis hasn't taken the field, so everybody we draft, we don't know what they are. The people that we drafted yeah. last year, we didn't even get to see them because this damn Adam Gates kept everybody back. So I don't know what P. Ryan is. I don't know what Cashman is. I don't know what any of these players are. Yeah. You know, yeah. and this is the second yeah. we're going into this again this year where we where we we have and out of camp they say, what is it? Eli Moore is a great receiver. He's one of the and. I I haven't seen it. All I hear is lip service. You're selling me this this product, but I haven't seen it yet. My final question before I let you go, Venom: What are your thoughts about all mm-hmm. the penalties we had today? I mean, what do you think, Robert? <laughs> oh <Phillips>? my God! <laughs> killed us. I, I mean, we killed ourselves. Yeah, we killed ourselves, yeah. and it's 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 hard. This is just terrible to even see. Like you, like you see all these great plays, and then even with the field goal where we could have got and field goal range, and then we get taken back just because of delay of game. Like, these things are just – and then even when Sam in the fourth quarter, Robert Salah, he gets sacked and Robert Salah calls a timeout. Like, what are we doing? Like, what – don't we – I thought we had somebody up in the box to, to inform us of times to take penalties and situations. It just doesn't seem like this is even working, you know? Yeah. One thing yeah. I want to ask you, Joe – do you think these yeah. guys look so good in in practice? Is because the the talent level isn't so is it so good? So it makes everybody look like, oh wow, he's a standout guy. Denzel is killing this guy. Eli's killing this guy. When the cornerbacks mm-hmm. that you're going against are horrible. You, you, well, everybody's yeah, yeah. I think that's why I get to hear. I think that's why we get to hear. Hey, these guys are looking good, but when your competition is a, a, a C and, and you're, you know, a B or B plus, of course you're going to shine. I'll shine them. Listen, and I'll answer this question, then I'll let you go, Venom. Look, maybe that's what it is because again, this week, yet again, we've heard that Denzel Mims had a great week of practice. That's what we were told this week. Again, we were told again this week <laughs> that Denzel Mims had a great week of practice. 
Robert Sulla told oh. us he couldn't wait to see Bims out there. He's excited for his future. Game comes, he's inactive, along with Crowder and P. Ryan and all the rest of you guys. So, so again, they tell us this, I, I got, I don't, yeah. you don't see it, I they, don't they see tell it. Us something. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I got to get back to these lines, though, Venom. Salute to you. All right, Joe, have a good one. Already know. Next time, all I want right. to hear from you, all right? You have a good one. All right, Listen, Venom G's calling in again. Venom is a known savage. Salutes to Venom, man. Salutes to him, man. <laughs> And also, again, GM with a big, 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 big donation. I said GM Sin with a big, 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 big donation. GM says, I told everybody before the season started, expect a storm in the beginning. Six weeks, they will get things. In six weeks, they will get things going. Six weeks. We'll see, GM. We'll see. Again, I want to thank GM and Tim's Collectibles and everybody for uh, giving to the platform today. We'll continue to go through the Super Chats. A lot of conversation being had. Lots to talk about the, about the New York Jets. We'll keep going with you folks. So salutes to all the Savages again in the chat going off, handing out the Super Chats and also giving to the platform any way they can. It's always greatly appreciated. We'll keep coming to you. We're going to keep getting to these lines, though. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. When you call in, please be patient, okay? We'll get to everybody. So next, I'm going to my guy, Chris. Chris, I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in today. Chris, this Jets Jets team just got beat 26-0. This offensive line is horrific. Give me your thoughts about the performance of this Jets offense and Zach Wilson. What were your thoughts about it? Well, it was it was pretty bad, you know, obviously everybody's upset. Um, but like I said, goes back to what I said. Um, everyone was afraid of from the beginning um, as far as having a veteran in that room. And, you know, a veteran can act as just as much as an offensive coordinator, a quarterback, you know. And we said from the beginning who was the backup quarterback, who was the guy that was going to going to talk to Zach. Who was the guy who was going to calm him down? See defenses. We said he's ready. He's. We just threw him in, and we said, "Hey, you're going to, going to, you know, you're going to go in, and you're going to save this franchise." And you know, obviously, he's going through growing pains. I mean, he's a college quarterback from BYU. He hasn't faced this type of offenses before. There, there. Mm-hmm. He didn't play in the SEC, and it's looking like that now. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. There was going to be struggles from the beginning, and and, and a lot of y'all, you know, you, know, you guys want to complain. I'm talking to the fans that are looking around. Y'all want to complain, but a lot of you guys said, right? Oh, we don't care if Zach struggles early as long as he's playing good at the end mm-hmm. of the season. So you got to stick mm-hmm. yourself to you got to hold yourself to that to that um to that accountability. You got to hold yourself mm-hmm. to that because you guys said that. You guys said that I was mm-hmm. against getting rid of Sam Donald. I said they should have mm. they should have they should have built they should have traded the pick and got more players. You guys said long term, Zach Wilson was going to be a better quarterback, and this mm. is this is what you get. Look at the NFL today. Trevor Lawrence it was horrible. Uh, um, um, uh, uh, Justin Fields was um, the guy in the Patriots looked like he, he he pedestrian today. This is what you go through with with rookie quarterbacks. You got to accept the good mm. with the bad, man. And that's just yeah. it. And, and it's tough to live with it, 
But this is the process. I mean, Josh Allen wasn't great in his first year either. Neither was Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And you got to yeah. go through it, man. You have to go through it. No, listen, Bye. and I hear you, Chris. No, no, listen. You you got to take there, and I and I respect the take. It, going through the 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 you know the way that rookie quarterbacks are handled at first, like you said as well. They're they're just that's just the way it works. Rookies do tend to be bad at first. They throw questionable things, questionable interceptions. But I think I especially early in the game, right? We were all kind of impressed with some of the things that Zach was doing. Especially uh, there was a play where right. he was able to elude uh, from pressure, get out to the left. He threw a great ball to, uh, you know, Corey Davis, but, you know, the defender broke it up. We were kind of impressed with some of the things Zach was doing. But the thing that was consistently right. bad today is, like, the other pieces around Zach kind of failed him early, right? We saw right. drops by uh, the wide receivers. Yep. We saw drop. We saw a drop yep. by Braxton Barrios uh, right through his hand that turned into yep. an interception. We saw Ty Johnson drop a football that was hit him on fourth and one. Yep. He should have caught that. We saw drops by other guys. But one of the things that was consistently yep. horrific today was the offensive line. That's one of the things that we're yes. seeing consistently be bad, right? What are your thoughts about You're their play You're absolutely right about that. The offensive line play, and I saw this from the Patriot game, the offensive line was bad. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that goes upstairs to, 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 to Joe Douglas. We brought him mm-hmm. in because he can identify offensive linemen. When everybody said to go after Joe Tooney, you have to break the bank for get him in here. He didn't want to spend mm-hmm. the money. You know, he wanted to play, uh, you know, GM and pick this, this, and this guy can be just as good as this guy. You know, one of the things, yeah. one of the things I respected about Mike McCagnin is when he saw a guy like C.J. Mosley, he went and paid the bank for the guy, even if he had to, to pay the jet tax to go get him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and that's no, the best guy on the field right now. Oh, okay. Defensively, I mean, he is a guy that's absolutely doing his thing. Now, you know, there's, they're going to get at you for uh, trying to. Yeah, but I mean, at least, you, at least you go get the best guy yeah, in the room. I mean, for offensive line, mm-hmm. listen, for offensive line. He was terrible okay. building the offensive line, though. He was horrific. You, and your job was to build a line. His job was <laughs> to build a line. He went got Alex yep. Lewis. He got these yeah. other guys. He brought in Conor McGovern when he could have got the Morris. And, and, and he he must out on it. This line yeah. thing is his fault. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It it goes up to him. I think eventually the the line will get better. But I think that mm-hmm. you know they gotta look at they gotta look at all options right now for the line. They gotta look at maybe getting letting some guys go and cutting them. Mm-hmm. If they don't get it together yeah. in the next couple of days, there's some veterans that's on the uh, that's on the street right now. Maybe bring a couple of those guys in. You know. Yeah. And as far as the offense is concerned, you know, you got to you, – you, everybody's absolutely right. Where is Denzel Mims? Where is this guy? Where – why is he not in the, in, 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 the, in, in the mix? I mean, you've got yeah. to put weapons and tall receivers and even Kenny Yaboa. Why are these guys ain't playing? These guys – Well, yeah. You, you got these guys that are dropping passes, and everybody said about Yaboa, he drops passes. and Well, what are these guys doing? I mean, why is Ryan Griffin still out there? I mean, I, I don't understand. I mean, I, I didn't understand why they brought Ryan Griffin back in the first place because he, he wasn't that good, even with Sam Darnold. So, yeah. I mean, the offense, the whole, the entire offense, okay, the entire offense is lacking, lacking, you know, creativity, players. It's lacking it's explosiveness. A mess. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm, a mess. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm explosiveness. Right. It's, it's a mess. It's absolutely. 
it's lacking explosiveness. There's not much going downfield. And, again, we got a guy, like you said as well, Denzel Mims, that is a guy that could be somebody to take the top off the defense, somebody that's another weapon right. that you'd have to account for, and he's inactive on the bench. Now, where I will that's say, insane. you know, look, I understand you like Mike McCagnan going to get that inside linebacker, uh, Mosley, but he was horrific everywhere else. Mike McCagnan was terrible at drafting, and a lot of his free agency signings were <laughs> Well, I mean, what I was thinking about Johnson that same year that he signed CJ Mosley, he also he also whiffed on a lot of the offensive line picks. He signed a left tackle that that played with the Broncos, and the guy was hurt for years, and then came here and got hurt, never did anything. He drafted a lot of busts. He cut his his entire first class was gone within the first I think two years that he drafted him. It was bad. He took Christian Hackenberg in the second round. He was bad. He was bad. I'm not talking about his, his, his his. I'm not talking about his his uh, his um, his drafting. His drafting is known to be terrible. Okay, what I'm saying is that when you identify a player like C.J. Mosley in the last dra- in the free agency, we all knew Joe Tooney was the guy. We all knew we needed yep. the offensive line, even if Sam was here or not. Paid the money and went out and got the guy to put the veteran mm. offensive lineman and paid him mm. to come here. We should have done yeah. that. That should have been the first signature. That would have changed the offensive line. Uh, yeah. and, and, and like I said, he thought he could do it on the cheap. He thought he can yeah. play around, and that that goes back to that goes back to a guy that even worse than Mike McCaslin is, is, is John Isaac. Are we are we yeah. are we living the second version of that? Because <laughs> the, none of the players, none, none of the players yeah. are, 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 are a thing. We we we, we negotiating yeah. cheap. We're not playing for players. The best player on the field was the highest-paid player today. Yeah. He was the best player on that Listen. field, C.J. Mosley. Yeah. And Listen. he's the highest-paid player. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you you bring in some takes. I, I don't necessarily – there's other things we could have did. Like you said as well, a lot of people have been on Joe Douglas for him not spending the way they believe that he should. But let me tell you something. This line is not performing well. It went on, even with us getting Morgan Moses. But I got to get back to these lines, Chris. I want to thank yep. you for calling thank in. You. Your takes were fire. <laughs> I want you to have a good one, all right, my friend? We're going to be all right, guys. We're going to be okay. We're going to be all right. I hope so. I hope so. You have a good one, Chris. Listen, salute to Chris. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515 is the number. Please call in. When you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. The lines are hot, all right? So next I'm going to 757. 757, I'm coming directly to you. You look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on this New York Jets loss today to the Denver Broncos. Melvin Vaughn. Say it again. Your name again? Melvin, what's going on? Okay, Melvin, what's going on, my friend? What are your thoughts about the New York Jets? Uh, You know, offense, not being able to put things together. How do you feel about it? Bro, I am disgusted with this yeah. team, man. But I can't blame everything on the O-line. It, it, a, a lot of it has to do with scheme. If you saw that game, they were jumping our routes. We were very predictable. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and everything last yeah. week was saying, you know, let's be boring, let's be boring. Come on, you don't think mm-hmm. you ever heard that? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. So it's yeah, like it, a lot of this has to do with scheme. Everything has to do with scheme. And the floor is looking worse than Gase, and that's scary. That's a, mm. that is that is a scary thought. 
you know, Gates looking at the mm-hmm. clipboard, LaFleur is looking at the at the at the jumbotron all game. You know what I mean? Like what's going on? I mean it's it's just bad, man. It's it's horrific football. No, Mel- the NFL is just taking off and we're just left behind, man. Yeah, and Melvin, and you're bringing a great take. And so my my question for you is this, because we saw when Zach Wilson was put out there, I think it was like six minutes left, and we were trying to get back into the game. And we saw Zach Wilson, you know, when they were trying to get a little bit more aggressive and push the ball down the field, he made a really late throw, right? A throw that if he would have thrown it earlier, it would have been completed to Corey Davis. But we saw a really late throw, and we saw an interception. The first interception he threw, that was on him. Do you think that they're so conservative with the dink and dunk stuff because they're very afraid to really get loose with Zach Wilson? They don't trust him fully yet? I, I wish I knew that answer. I, I mean, just looking at what I'm looking at, I, I can't figure them out at all. You know, I'm calling their plays, you know, and I, and I really believe that regardless of what Zach is saying, he's losing confidence. And it's almost like we're mm-hmm. in a microcosm of Sam Donald all over again. You know, we've seen this before. Yeah. We've seen this movie. We see how this plays out. And now look at Sam. Sam's in Charlotte throwing dimes all week. So is it was it really Sam or was it just New York? You know, is the, is the, mm. you know so I do understand the last caller saying we have to be patient. You know, we have a new coach, yeah. new OC, rookie quarterback, all these rookies that we're yeah. and But what I want to see is progression each week. You know, we're, if yeah. anything, we're going backwards. I knew we were going to lose today, but yeah. to lose like that, you know, and, and it's, it's almost yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so my next question for you, because you talk about progression and you want to see guys get better, especially a lot of the younger guys, one of our main questions is we look at the situation now, we come into the game, Crowder's inactive. Uh, you know, you look at this wide receiver core, a lot of people are saying, and we've heard it tonight, that a lot of people on the wide receiver core, they feel like it doesn't scare an opposing defense, right? You got Corey Davis out there who we seem to be able to make plays, but, I mean, Braxton Barrios, does he really scare anybody? Keelan Cole rarely gets, you know, too many looks. Jeff Smith not getting many looks. Elijah Moore trying to find his way. He's now concussed. We'll see what happens with him going forward. Are you confused on why Denzel Mims is consistently inactive when he's a guy that could add to this offense? Everyone is, Joe. <laughs> it, you know how scary it would be for, for our offense if Mims and Davis was on the outside? They can't, they can't just take Davis away, you know? Mm-hmm. This, I mean, week, was it week one when the, the only play that Mims played was a 40-yard bomb? I mean, the guys are bombed. Yep. I don't understand why they're holding him accountable and no one else. Yep. The offensive line sucks. Suck. You know, Corey Davis yeah. is getting paid ten, ten, eleven million dollars a year. He's dropping balls every week. But he, but, but he Mims did. is the only one that's being quote unquote held accountable for not knowing the playbook. If anything, yeah. I mean, go, you know, expose what he does well. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is what Lafleur yeah. told us, and this is what he sold us on in the offseason. You know, we're gonna make sure that we, you know, play around our our, our players. You know, their, their, you know, their best attributes and all these things. But then. A second round pick is not even on the field, and it's like, what is going on? And, it, yeah. and to be honest, though, they don't have a, a solid answer of why he's not playing. If Crowder is not yeah. playing today, number eleven should be lined up. No, there's no yeah. doubt about it. No doubt about it. Because he doesn't yeah. get special teams. Get out of here. I'm boggling. He's not it's, playing it's because he's not on special teams. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And, and, and that, 
and that and that that's what blows my mind as well when you talked about because he said hey he doesn't the other guys just have more value like you said as well you know they talked about the playbook he only knows one or two positions you know the playbook very well and he's not added on special teams like whoa wait a minute we drafted this guy in the second round why are you guys talking exactly. about him like he's a six a six three wide receiver so who is it on why you know, is it on them why they're not he... putting on or is it on Joe Douglas for drafting basically a bust in the second round? Because you don't draft six or seven string receivers in the second round. That's insane. It's, in, That's insane. it's insane, though. I just don't I just don't understand it. I watched the press conference today with Salah. He's talking in circles. You know, and I'm like, man, I, I really wanted him to get angry today because everyone else is angry. You know, hold some yeah. people accountable. Flip a table over. Do something. You know, I'm tired yeah. of keep hearing about we had a great week in practice. And all this BS. Yep. It, it reminds me of Gase. Oh my God! You know when he said it, I had to just cut it off. I don't care about what's going on in practice. It's not translating to the field. Our plays are predictable. Yep. What are we practicing? What in the world are we practicing if the defense even knows what we're doing? Yeah. And so that's, that's why I can't get mad at the offensive line. I can't get mad at the offensive yep. line because you got nine in a box every single play. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I'll tell you what. What, I'll, are we, what are we doing? I, I went through the roof. I was. Just, the fact that our our, our 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 running game couldn't even get going today. I mean, there was just nothing, nothing that we could nothing. do on offense at all. Nothing. And I just feel like we're not being aggressive. We're not being aggressive enough. We're not trying to push the ball down the field. Teams are just going, okay, we're gonna do what we got to do. We're gonna go out there and handle Sala, business. Sala told the world that we're not gonna be aggressive. He said we're gonna play mm. boring football. <laughs> You know, so was it all yeah. gas, no break? Was it all gas break everything? It seems like we're just, I mean, what are we doing? I or mean, like you no can't gas. even say all gas, no break. You can't. <laughs> no I can't gas, say all no gas, break. no break, but then, but then you want us to play dink and dunk all day. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's like, what, what are we doing, man? And it's, and it's hard, man. Yep. This is a 17, we got 14 more weeks of this. Yep. It's crazy. It's completely crazy. But listen, Melvin, I got to get back to these lines, man. You're a phenomenal caller, man. Phenomenal. Listen, Melvin, Appreciate next time you, I have a show, I want to hear from you, my friend. I want to hear from you, all right? Man, I hear from I'm you more often. Here, man. Hopefully, hopefully I have Please. a more positive tone. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you will. You have a good night, Melvin. You too, bro. <laughs> All right. Listen, Melvin calling in with fire. We're keep taking calls again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number you can call in. When you call in, please be patient. We got callers, but we're going to get to everybody. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. I respect the heck out of y'all. Salutes to, again to all the donators. Everyone giving through the super chat. Everyone hit me in my cash app. It is greatly appreciated. We'll get to your messages in the super chat as soon as we possibly can. There's just a lot going on with a lot of discussion, but we'll get to everybody. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Next, I'm going to 917. 917, you look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about the New York Jets losing to the Denver Broncos. How did you feel about it? Free memes. Free memes. Free <laughs> memes. This is unacceptable. This is Gene. This is Gene from Dallas. I'm Talk over about here to see a, a Cowboys fans. Okay. Uh, lifelong Jets fan. Okay. And this is unacceptable. I, I used to I, – I had a lot of faith in this coaching staff. They told me they, – they, they bought me in with the all gas, no break. 
They told yep. me why Mims was sitting down on the bench. Yep. And yep. now I just I just can't I can't um I'm not with the program anymore. Because mm. I'm seeing Corey Davis at the top of his out route completely bail on it and get bodied by a, a random uh, safety on the Broncos. We're paying you as a number yeah. one receiver. You're getting bodied by safeties. Um, yeah. I'm seeing Bra- Bra- Barrios. I mean, I'm not going to knock Barrios. He's playing. He, he got called up to play. He's playing. But, I mean, mm-hmm. come on. It, 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 he's not like, come on, this is this is unacceptable. He shouldn't now. be featured point, in like, offense. Mims cannot be any yeah. worse. Yeah, he shouldn't be featured in offense. Yeah, Mims cannot be any worse. Yeah. So yeah. I, at this I'm right point, it's like, yeah, at this point, it's like this coaching staff. Like I, I used to be like, oh, reporters. I mean, you guys don't know anything about football. At this point, reporters at these press conferences. That's that's the all gas no break. Turn <laughs> up all the gas on the coaching staff <laughs> with no breaks. Get at them. None. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just I'm Gene, and again, I want to thank you for calling in. We're, we're so many people are right there with you. We're all questioning what exactly is going on here, right? For me, I look at this offensive game plan and I say to myself, where's the aggressiveness? We're, especially when we're down late in games. We were down, you know, by a couple scores, six minutes left, and I just felt like there was no sense of urgency. There's no hurry up. There's no quick, get, get something quick going. There's no just trying to take a shot down the field once or twice. There's no nothing. It's just, okay, we'll just hand the ball off and we'll figure things out. It's like, no, where's the sense of urgency on the play calling? That's my question for you. You know, offensively, when you look at this team, when do you think that they will at some point get aggressive? And if they're not going to, do you think it's because they don't fully trust Zach Wilson to execute that type of aggressive play calling yet? Well, with Salah, I don't know if he's calling defense. I think that's more the actual defensive coordinator. I feel like they've been aggressive. They, 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 they've been doing their thing. Now, obviously, if, if you're on the field for like 80% of the game, you're going to break down. But LaFleur, oh, my God. No, I'm talking offensively. LaFleur, yeah, offensively. Mm-hmm. He, okay, he, he might have to go. Because if he puts up another performance like this, I don't care if it's your scheme for a rookie quarterback or whatever, or you're trying to, you know, you're really stubborn with your system. If this is your mm-hmm. system, if this is your West Coast system, we don't want it. If your system Ooh. is a system that benches a, a potential star player, we don't want that system. You got to go. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What are your thoughts about the offensive line, Gene? Because we saw them struggle to block yet again this week, giving up five sacks. Man, I mean, offensive line, we knew what it was coming into the season. They were going to be either below average or really bad. I mean, mm-hmm. I think with Zach Wilson, he is a rookie quarterback. I feel like he can step up in the pocket a little bit more, just have a little bit more confidence, but I get it. Mm-hmm. With, the, with, the, with, the, with the current trends of this offensive line, I wouldn't trust them either. I'm not trusting to step up in that pocket either. I'm, but, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that – you gotta, you gotta, you gotta step into. I, I saw some, some, uh, some plays there. He could have stepped up a little bit more, but it is what it yeah. is. The offensive line, overall, we knew, we, we knew what we had. It, I, I know they try to talk it up like, oh, it's gonna be different this year. No, no. I saw McGovern yeah. get, uh, get steamrolled like a tumbleweed uh, earlier today. It was, it was bad. But at least Vera Tucker is playing all right. Vera, Vera Tucker, uh, Moses, 
Uh, he had his, he has his misses here and there. Uh, Fant misses has been here. All right. Did you see today two guys trying to block Von Miller can't get it done, and that's on more than most because he should have been able. After a chip, a chip is out there to help you. The running back's out there to help you, and you get help, and you still can't block this man. Come on. Come yeah, on. and you know what it is? I think Ty Johnson, he looked great in the preseason, but obviously he has stone hands in the passing game. He could have used oh, those boy. stone hands to help at least block Von Miller. Like, put those hands <laughs> to use. He just completely yeah. whiffed on the guy. Man. I mean, fans it's, it's, receiving them after the whiff, like, what am I supposed to yeah. do with this? I can't, I can't block this. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, man, it's but tough. there were some bright spots. Yeah. I was just going to say, there were some bright spots. Uh, Michael Carter, yeah. the running back, even though with, with his drop pass, he still looks like he can grow into something special. The defense mm-hmm. is, uh, the defense is, I think, is above average here. It's just that they're yeah. on the field for so long. There has to be some yep. sort of synergy between LaFleur and um, I forget the defensive coordinator that we have here. I mean, Aubrey. if I was the defensive coordinator of the Jets, yeah, Al- is it Aubrey? Jeff Aubrey. Yeah, Jeff Aubrey. Yeah. If I was him, I would be pissed because my guys are on the mm-hmm. field for 80% of the game. You can't, yeah. you can't win. You can't win as a defense like that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, you can't. We're just we're just not producing, Gene. We're just really not producing. But I want to thank you for calling in. I'm going to go ahead and let you go. We got a lot of callers. The lines are hot. Listen, Gene, you're bringing the the fire as well. Your takes were fire. They were fire. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, I want to hear from you, man. All right, man. Bye bye. All right, thank you for your kind words as well, man. You have a good one. Listen, Gene, calling in with heat. Salutes to him. Again, I want to thank you for calling in. Fire takes. We're going to keep into these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Rusty. Colin Jacob, hold on a second. We'll get to you in a second. But we're going to my guy, Rusty. Rusty is on the line. I know he knows his Jets. Rusty. <laughs> Jets get beat today 0 to 26. The offense looks horrific. What were your thoughts about the defense, though, man? Because I thought the defense was able to put some things together and kept us in the game for quite a while. How do you feel about the performance of today's defense? What up, fam? What up, savages? Lavoya. It is what it is, man. I mean, it is baptism by fire, and that's what we're going through. So, you know, mm-hmm. you just got to stick your nose to it and just grind and grind. I'll get to the other things in a little bit. But um, <laughs> as far as with the defense, what, what did you ask, bud? I'm sorry about that. What? what yeah, no, it's okay. What, what are your thoughts about their performance today? Because it was kind of bend but don't break. They were able to hit Teddy Bridgewater. You know, they did some things. They kept us in the game. What are your thoughts about their, their performance today? I, You know, I, I liked it. I thought we did good with that. But when you have the offense, you know, laying eggs all over the place and it's – it is what <laughs> – I'll get through it like yeah. I said before – but um, yeah. I, I, you know, like we did have our little mishaps, what you do have in, in defenses. But as far as, yeah. you know, all day May, he was all over the place. You know, he did have the penalty and stuff. But, you know, he's yeah. playing with his head on fire. Same with CJ, yeah. especially with that goal line hit. That was – he brought the wood and, you know, he, he doesn't quit. Uh, then my boy JFM. He he got yeah. in there and was attacking. I mean, shit, uh, shoot. We, we even saw uh, Q, you know. 
Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a little PG-13, my but, bad. But, yeah, uh, I yeah, I mean, Q, Q got in there, too. Saw baby Huey for the first time. That was a good thing. It was a surprise. It was, it's good. But, uh... It, it's it's just gonna be the grind, you know. It 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 is sadly what it is. I love our defense. Our defense too is one of the best out there. When you look at it, it is a bend that don't break. But yeah. you know, when we get unfortunate injuries too, you know, to Lawson, to Joiner, and it just da 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 da, and just keeps on going. Yep. You're gonna have to bite that bullet, and you know we're going through it. It is what it is, and. I yeah, yeah. Even, even, I, I'm with them. It's yeah, just even, pulling my hair out, but you know I understand. Yeah, yeah even when you talk about you know some of the, I, I looked at the situation. And I said, man, we were you know even coming out of half, we were down, but we were still. If we got some scores, if the offense was able to get something going, right, That's we would be able to something. get back to football. But you look at the offense. Just a little nosh ball, shot, you know. I don't I don't need a whole you know tank and nos. Just a, just a little nosh exactly. shot, you know. Just a little one. That's all I need. Is that? complete disarray the entire game. It was just nothing. What were your thoughts about the offensive performance, particularly the play calling? Because a lot of people are taking uh, shots there. They're wondering, hey, why weren't we more aggressive in this game? Absolutely. And everything else on the floor, I, can, I can't stand him. And it, it's sad to say, you know, he was basically supposed to be grandfathered in, in a way, if you will, with Coach Knapp, you know, RIP and Oh, that guy that was driving that car, if I could give two uh, – yeah, that's another discussion. But it, it is definitely on the – and and it comes again to him. He never puts the sheet and covers his mouth so every single person is reading him. You know, put him up in the powder coop or the crow's nest, whatever the hell they call it. Throw him up there. Put him yeah. in between glass. Because at this yeah. point, he's 0-3 when he's on the field. What's – you know? Yeah. Sad to say, but you know, but I look at it this way: What's the best that can happen? Throw him up there, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. and, and he drives me crazy. Yeah, and, <laughs> and especially not playing my boy Mims too. I, I am. Yeah, go ahead. That was my final question for you. Was asking about Denzel Mims. Oh. What were your thoughts about him being inactive again? It, it, it. I don't know what it is. And it's really troubling on the coaching staff because I think Coach Sala is basically covering for LaFleur on something, you know, trying not to I, – I, none of us really know what the heck is going on. But it certainly yeah. isn't, you know, J.D. either. He's a product of Ozzy, so he he knows what he's doing, you know, in that sense. And he hasn't done bad in drafting. He hasn't done bad in – uh, bringing guys in, you know, of course, with some of the guys in the offensive line, but he was playing different cards. You know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. he got some injury bugs. Well, but I guarantee yeah. you this year he's going to be spending bucks, and it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rusty, you're bringing some fire takes right now. I mean, a lot of people are questioning his draft so far. We'll see what happens again. Beckham dealing with that knee injury, but when he's on the field, he looks good. Oh, it's the curse of 77. Yeah, but, but, you know, Denzel Mims, second-round pick, he's inactive. We'll see what Ashton Davis has when he comes back, but he's got quite a bit to learn. Zuniga is a third-round pick. Zuniga is on the practice squad. They actually cut him. You look at picks like P. Ryan, who's inactive right now, like P. Ryan, but we'll see what we get out of him. Jeez. James Morgan is Can't not on the Yeah, Clark is, you know, on IR. Bryce Hall, you know, that's another pick that he had as well as a starting quarter. So there, there's some question marks there, some guys that, we would hope would have flourished. I like Hall. Team. 
or but but again i think it's i think for some people they want to immediately attack that point but i think it's a little bit too early i think we got to wait at least oh, it's, another it's year exactly premature yeah it's absolutely yeah. So, premature jd is the man he he's you know he's aka the mountain he's He's building something. We were just getting blessed by fire. That's really it. He yeah. he took it on the chin with Gase. He knew about that. Like, come on, everybody knew that guy was doing booger sugar. He's like, oh, he's going to be out of here anyway. They're like, who the hell does but, but, assault like that on the sidelines? But it's just, A big part of that, a big part of his draft, though, is, you know, I, I look at the situation. If you're a general manager and you're a building and you got the power, again, you know, this is a guy that – that JD brought in Sulla, this whole coaching staff, he hired them. These are his guys, dude. You got to find some way to get Mims on the field at some point. You got to yeah. figure it out. That's a rather, that's a definite that... or whatever it is. You got to put this guy on the field because he. There's no reason he should be inactive with the other issues that he's, we have. But listen, he's rest, literally like Allen Iverson. You know who needs practice? This guy doesn't need practice. Yeah. Just put him in there. <laughs> You know, let him float. Zach's running for his life anyway in schoolyard football. Who cares? Nobody knows the plays. Corey Davis can't catch. He's got brick scans like Jamal Adams. It's just like, just put the dude in. And then do some fly yeah, routes for more to help some people out. Like, good God almighty, it's yep. not that too hard to, you know. It's really quite exactly. simple. Listen, Rusty, I got to let you go. I got a lot of callers on the line. Again, I want to thank Rusty for calling in tonight. Fire takes by Rusty. You brought the heat. We'll continue to go to the lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Colin. Colin, I'm coming directly to you. Salute to you, Colin. Colin, I want to get your thoughts on this, man. New York Jets lose 0 to 26. Zero to twenty-six. The running game was off. There was nothing going on. What were your thoughts about our issues offensively, man? Uh, you know, Joe, I I told you before last week that there's no shot we're winning this game. Um, yeah. Let, let me just say this because I've I've been a Jets fan for like thirty thirty years now, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've been on the road where a lot of the young the younger guys now are, right? Frustration every week. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to smash your TV, break your remote. You know, I, I go to work on Mondays. No one knows that they shouldn't even speak to me because the jet <laughs> Um I've, I've, been, I've been down that road where a lot of you guys are mm-hmm. traveling. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so for me now, I have the Jets losing every week until they mm-hmm. actually win a game. That's just, that's just me. It's, it's just... Um, I haven't seen anything that warrants me thinking they're going to win, you know, next week. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to come on the show on Friday and tell you we're going to win. We're going to beat whoever we play next. No, because mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't seen anything um, that warrants that. And, you know, likely so, you know, we have a, a rookie quarterback. We have a rookie head coach, rookie offensive coordinator. Um, tons of rookies on the team, very young team. So for me, mm-hmm. you know, for me it's just like, you know, okay, let, let's let see. Did we make the right choices with some of the players we drafted? Um, you know, who, who's going to rise to the top on this team? And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's that's what I'm looking for. Um, the other frustration I have is, is, is with um, Joe Douglas. Um, and I, I just feel like he – 
he's that bargain basement shopper where he thinks he's going to find like hidden gem, you know, <laughs> in, in like a bargain basement, you know, at, at sometimes yeah. you, you gotta, you gotta go and shop at the, the expensive place as well. Right. You're not yeah. always going to get, get the, the high end in the basement. So you got to spend Payment. money, you know, like the, like the whole thing with markets go made, right? Go ahead. Yeah. We know, Colin, you know, like market. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes you just have to spend the money, right? Um, yeah. And like with Marcus May, you know, it's like, you know, is, is, is he, is, are they going to even sign him next year? I highly mm-hmm. doubt it. I mean, look at, I, I know a lot of guys are against this and probably like kill me for saying this, but, you know, when we had Jamal, Jamal, you, you know, we didn't trade him in the draft, right? We hang on to him. And, you know, he, he's like, oh, you know, he's our guy. And then, you know, player pl- superstars are going to get frustrated on this team. So, you know, it, it's either you're going to have to sign these guys or get rid of them right away. And, you know, Jamal is a perfect example. If you sign Jamal Adams, you have Jamal Adams, you have C.J. Mosley, you have a much better team already with those guys. But Joe Douglas just strikes me as a guy that, you know, he wants to go get, like, guys that were like first round, second round guys from like four or five years ago and, and hope that, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's going to get a good team. It, it is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, well, and you, and you can't keep rebuilding this team like, year and year. I, I mean, all of it. No, look, I, and I yeah. hear you. I hear exactly what you're saying. But when you look at the situation, right, I think J, J.D. did inherit some issues, right? We all knew that it was going to take a little bit of time to build this football team up. Right, because Mike McCagnin, yeah, even before Mike McCagnin had screwed the pooch, and there was a lot of issues, particularly uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, not even going back to the Jamal Adams stuff, not keeping him using that capital, I thought was the right way. I was one of the guys screaming to trade him. I think he got a lot of value back. The question now is, though, is that we're starting to see some of these building blocks that we feel like a guy like Denzel Mims. You take him in the second round. He's not producing, right? Then you look at a guy like Makai Becton, who we were all excited about coming into this season. He's on the sidelines. He's dealing with the injury. We often see him hurt, right? We're looking to see what we're getting back from Ashton Davis. He's coming back from an injury. So there's a lot of that, too. A lot of guys that are dealing with injuries that are off on the sideline that are hurt. But even when we're talking about young guys playing, you'd want to see a guy like Denzel Mims out there, and he's not being utilized. He's not being utilized whatsoever. So there's question marks exactly. there. But for me, the question mark, particularly offensively, is still our offensive line. We're still seeing them not be able to properly protect a young quarterback. And we saw today, you know, Zach, Zach Wilson, five well, sacks. I mean, what are your thoughts well, about you, that on our offensive yeah. line still not being able to protect? Well, we, we, we talked about this on the draft, right? You, you even talked about this on the draft, right? We had the two picks in the first round. We had a second-round pick, right? And yeah, we, we, we traded the pick um, Tucker, right? Um, yeah, but everyone was saying like, you know, on that second round, right? There, there were some offensive guys out there. We were like, go get some of these other guys. You know what I'm saying? Go, go, mm-hmm. go, go, go! Draft. I don't care. Draft five offensive. If your issue is the offensive line, go draft five offensive line players. I don't care. You know, mm-hmm. go, 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 go! Draft and get enough guys to the point where you you have that line you're looking for. Because mm-hmm. you can always get wide receivers and free agents. You can always get right yeah. wide receivers in, in, in later rounds, right? Mm-hmm. Receivers are always, like they say, a diamond dozen, right? 
you can spend money and get some of these free agent guys. But you're mm-hmm. not, it's not often you're going to get these offensive linemen. And like, you know, some of the other guys said too, um, like Joe Tooney, some of these guys are not going to come to the team because the team is just so terrible. You know, yeah. some of these guys, they, you know, they want to win. So why are they going to come to the Jets? You know, you're not going to, you're not going to attract players like that with the team you have. So, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Beckton's yeah. been yeah. hurt since we how- drafted him, right? So Yeah, that's true. And he's dealing with an injury. We'll see him in eight weeks. Hopefully he heals up well and we can continue to move forward. But this team has got to get more aggressive offensively. But listen, Colin, i got to get back to these lines, man. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Oh, yeah, no problem. Sure. Take care, buddy. Absolutely. You have a good one, my friend. Listen, Colin bringing the heat, man. He brought the heat on that take. I love you, sir. Again, 515 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Going to keep getting to these lines. Salutes to all the savages in the chat going off, completely going off. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jacob, man. Just my guy, Jacob. Jacob knows. Jacob knows the Jets. Jacob knows the Jets, all right? And he is a big-time Jets fan. Salute to you, Jacob. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Jacob, give me your thoughts on the penalties that we're seeing this New York Jets team deal with. What do you think Sella should do to make sure that these guys aren't so heavily penalized, man? Hey, what's good, Joe? And uh, it's a tough question. I, it's a good question, too. And penalties, I guess, you know, for a lot of the rookies out there, it's just rookie mistakes because they want to be physical and they don't want to be embarrassed to give up that big shot down the field, especially like Eccles or whoever it is uh, in the secondary. They don't want to be giving up mm-hmm. those plays. So I think it's really just learning to be a little bit more disciplined and um, – because obviously for cornerbacks and just across the league, it's it's become extremely tough to be a good cornerback because you have to be so unphysical, I guess, and the slightest bit of holding can cost your team a score. And so just teaching them to be a little bit more disciplined, um, I think that would probably go a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it, I mean, when you look at some of these penalties, though, they're – they're being hit by – it's not guys like Eccles. you got guys like Shaq Lawson roughing the passer who helped extend the drive as well that led to some, you know, to a Broncos situation. you got Hardy. Here's a veteran guy that's been on special teams. We brought him in. That was one of the big reasons why we signed him this, uh, you know, offseason. We brought him in. He had a penalty on special teams. We saw another penalty that took us out of field goal range that caused us to punt the football, took, field, took, took the, the field goal off the, off the board, a 56-yard field goal that we made, was taken off the board because it was a delay of game penalty. That's on our punter. He's a veteran guy. So we're starting to see a lot of guys that are not young guys, like you said as well, that are not young guys that are eating penalties. And it's just a lot of undisciplined play. Even, you know, Marcus May had a face mask penalty today. It's just it's tough, man. And when you do that in this league, you're getting penalized. I think we had eight penalties for 89 yards. Last week we had eight penalties for 77 yards. It's going to be tough for you to win in this league if you can continue to play like that, right, Jacob? No, without a doubt. And I think that's – I mean, I hate to say it, but that's really just one of the cases of Jets going to Jet. And uh, obviously <laughs> it goes along with, too, the – you know, the NFL has become really, really soft in a lot of ways because the rough in the passer on Shaq Lawson is, I mean, 
it's not really rough. I mean, roughing the passer, it's like there's a difference between touching the passer and roughing the passer. And, I mean, yeah. it's obviously it's not the smart play there, but then with Justin Hardy, too, it's just like talking and trash talking and getting fired up and being competitive, uh, you yeah. know, loses you 15 yards. It's like, I mean, it's just in his competitive nature and a lot of players' competitive nature is to talk smack and then they expect it back and they don't have an issue with it. And the mm-hmm. league wants to prevent that from happening and, you know, teach everyone manners. But, you know, that's not what people are here to see, sadly. Yeah. No, and I hear that. But, again, if you're a player on this field and you know that that's what the league is looking for, you know, taunting has been a big-time, you know, topic this this off season, right? Everybody's been talking about it. You know that, hey, you're going to get that call. You're going to get – you know, calls for taunting. You're going to get calls for excessive celebration if you do too much. So that should be something, especially as a veteran player, that you look to avoid. That should be something you look to avoid. Yeah, you just got to adapt to the new rules, yeah. Exactly. That's what you've got to do. And if you don't, like we saw with Hardy, you get yourself a flag, and it helps the Denver Broncos yet again on another drive. You know, so but another big thing that really was hurting this, this, this game was our offense. Our offense was abysmal. What were your thoughts about the performance of Zach Wilson and this offensive struggles. I'm going to continue to say it until we make it happen. Uh, you know, the sentence of until we go out there and get a star receiver, this offense is not going to succeed. Because if you look across the league, there's not one incredible offense that doesn't have at least one receiver who you can go to at any moment in the game and know they're going to come down with it. And every young quarterback needs it. Every successful young quarterback has it. And we don't have it because I love Corey Davis and I think he's a great receiver, but realistically he's a number two receiver in the NFL. You saw what he can do as a number two receiver, but putting him as a number one is it's a lot tougher for him. And then when your number two guy as of now is a rookie who doesn't have any experience in the NFL and he's already down with a concussion now, you're not, you're not going to go very far. And obviously the offensive line plays into that too. And I think Zach Wilson, a a lot of the problems I noticed from him was just he's too one-sided on the field. So he snaps the ball, looks towards one side of the field. Whatever is going on on the other side of the field is irrelevant at that time. There could be somebody wide open on the right side of the field for a touchdown who's just calling his name out. But he's focused on what's going on on the left side of the field. And, you know, he's there for too long as the pressure starts to close in on him. And then the second he goes to look to the right side, an offense, or uh, excuse me, a defensive lineman is in his face. He tries to roll out, and then he gets sacked. So mm. I think it's an, another rookie thing for him, but he's got to be able to look more across the field and not just, you know, before the play starts, decide who he thinks he's going to want to throw to at uh, that play in time. And that'll yeah. get better over time, I think. But I'm mm. telling you, until we go out there and we throw $23, $24 million a year at Devontae Adams or something like that, this offense is not going to be <laughs> nearly as good as we want it to be. Well, you know, I know you love Devontae Adams. We've had multiple talks about him. But one of the things that I saw today offensively, I, look, I, I think he's a great talent, right? I, I'm, not, I'm not denying it. I think he's phenomenal. But one of the things I think we should be throwing big-time money at is some more offensive linemen because clearly this offensive line cannot block anybody. I mean, again, we saw another five-sack performance where they're giving it up. Guys are out there scrambling. We saw two guys try to block Von Miller and be unsuccessful. We saw Connor McGovern get taken from the line of scrimmage to his back, into his backfield and hit his running back for a tackle for loss. What were your thoughts about the performance of the offensive line today, man? 
Yeah, they're in the very inconsistent. Um, I mean, I've been impressed on some of the plays from them, but I think overall as a unit, very, very inconsistent. And there's one yeah. player uh, already I know who Alabama tackle. His name is Evan Neal, who's apparently mm-hmm. an incredible, incredible offensive lineman. And obviously if you're from Alabama, it's sort of expected that you're going to be good in the NFL because the way they teach there is unlike anywhere else in the country. But um, I think if we want to, you know, spend a high draft pick, because obviously we're going to have a high draft pick. I don't think anybody's doubting that anymore. If we want to spend Mm -hmm. it on another offensive lineman, great. Um, But I really think – I just really feel like it all starts with getting a really good number one receiver. Because the offensive line, yes, they're inconsistent, but we still have Makai Becton on there who's just obviously not playing now. But not having your best tackle – best offensive lineman in obviously hurts the team a lot. And then you still mm-hmm. got a guard in Elijah Vera Tucker, who's only in his third career game. So it's taken him a little bit of time. And the one thing we're really missing is that just that number one receiver. So I think the offensive lineman will get better over time as a unit, uh, as long as they can stay healthy, but there's definitely some work that, uh, that needs to be done on them too. Yeah. I mean, you look at the wide receiver, what are your thoughts about the Mims situation? Because he's inactive yet again. I mean, we all know Crowder was inactive today because of his situation. You know, he's still trying to recover from being sick. But what are your thoughts about Mims? A lot of people are looking at him and saying, okay, clearly we're struggling. You know, our wide receivers aren't getting separation. We're having issues. Why don't you put Mims on the field? And people are grilling Sella and LaFleur about it. How are you feeling about his situation? I'm sure I feel the same way as uh, all the other Jets fans do out there. And it just doesn't make any sense because the excuse of not being able to play special teams, I mean, I've said this before on the other shows, that's why you have a 53-man roster because not all 53 people need to be able to play special teams. It's just Mm -hmm. that that doesn't make any sense. And so I can see it if he's getting older and you want to give the young guys a chance if he's, you know, 31, 32. But he's 22 years old, so 23 years old maybe, whatever it is. So it just doesn't make any sense. And he's on the field for three plays in week one, and he already has a 40-yard catch. Yeah. So I'm not sure what they're missing. I'm not sure if their glasses are given to them by a doctor with a fake ID or something who doesn't give the right prescriptions or what. I don't know because they're missing <laughs> something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on. Jacob, you're bringing the heat right now. Before I let you go, my final question for you is, what were your thoughts about the performance of the defense today? How do you feel about, you know, Quentin Williams going out there and really, you know, showing us that he can really put some pressure on opposing quarterbacks? He looked really good, and I think the defense did, a, I mean, as good as a job as they can do. Obviously, the corners are going to struggle being the yeah. rookies and young guys that they are outside of Marcus May. But mm-hmm. I think overall the defense, I wasn't too, you know, embarrassed with their performance. Because obviously, as a unit, they're coming together. And I think the defensive line and the linebackers are something that we should be pretty happy with right now. Although, the one thing I just don't get with them is that we refuse to guard the running backs. And so, every time we're finally getting pressure, we just leave the running backs open. And that's an easy seven, eight, nine yards or whatever it is. And then all that hard work goes to waste. So, until we can, you know, start realizing that the running backs can catch the ball too, I think we're still Mm going to see some struggles on defense because 
I mean, the check down is always a viable option and a good option for any quarterback when they're facing pressure. So if we can lock you like a lot of those seven, eight yard plays would turn into incompletions and mistakes that would get us the ball back in better situations on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm right there with you, Jacob. Listen, I got to get back to these lines, Jacob. The lines are hot. I want to thank you for calling in. You have some fire. You have yourself a good night. All right, Jacob. All right. You too, bro. All right, salute. Jacob calling in with the heat, man. He really called in with the heat. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Next, I'm going to 646. 646, I'm coming directly to you. You look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from. Give me your thoughts about this New York Jets offense struggling today. Brandon, will come to you next. But today we are calling to 646 Again, give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this Jets offense. Hey, what's up, brother? My name's Adam, man. Great to talk to you guys. The Jets it's offense good to talk is to you. Uh, yeah, the Jets offense is making me lose whatever little hair I got left. <laughs> <laughs> man, taking well, years off my life. Yeah, yeah. Making you want to kick yeah. your dog, man. It's crazy. It's 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 it's, yeah, it's, it's terrible, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it should be expected from – I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's, like you said, it's absolutely terrible what we're seeing out there, you know, them not being able to get going early and really putting themselves in a bad situation. And I think for me, one of the biggest issues is the offensive line not being able to protect, man. What are your thoughts about that? Crazy. Even though they can't protect, it was better than it was last year. So it's like you, you see that – it's, you know, it's a leather man sport, you know. I mean, the, the line holds up, and then the receivers drop the ball, you know. Uh, the line holds up, and Zach doesn't get rid of the ball quick enough, or sometimes yeah. they get flat-out beat. Um, I remember yeah. the fan play where, where uh, I'm sorry, Moses. Moses gave the sack to Von Miller. Von Miller is a beast, but Woo. Moses was hoping for, for, for a good chip. And the running back kind of gave him a little shove and said, all right, you're on your own. And that's not going to stop big bad Von Miller. <laughs> He no, kind of left him out to dry. Yeah. So it's just like you can see something is starting to form a little bit, but it, it's just they're not. It, it's just not congealing together. They're not all doing their part to make you know make 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 it make it uh, uh, make his offense go. And it's kind of tough. Even yeah. the OC, I mean, I feel like it's it's very very bland vanilla play calling. I know, um, you know, after the four deceptions, you want to kind of dial it back. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what Zach did well in college. I mean, the the, the guy had, uh, you know, that moxie, you know, and sometimes you take it away from the guy and you, you make him a shell of himself. Yeah, 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 I hear you. And so my final question, man, because you're bringing the heat right now, my final question before I let you go is, what are your thoughts about all these penalties that we're seeing from this New York Jets team? Doesn't it just drive you crazy? It does. Cause you, you, can't play your, you can't play the other team and yourself. It's just it's a mm-hmm. formula to lose. Formula to lose. Yeah. And uh, they better do something yeah. about, um, I don't know, putting some double moves or something into their offense because everyone's got the recipe for this, for, for Zach, which is man coverage, make them throw in a tight window. You know, the way you beat yeah. man coverage is, you know, you got to run some pick plays. You know, you got to run some, some slants and ups. You know, you got to go one yeah. way, make the man think you're going that way, and then, you know, you turn it up. If, if, if we don't yeah. change this and get a little bit less vanilla, we're gonna be. We're gonna. This is gonna be a very long season. I didn't expect to win, 
but you don't want to be anemic. You don't want to be anemic. Exactly, exactly, and that's the way we look today, very offensively anemic. Listen, Adele, I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. You really brought some fire tonight, man. You have a good yes, night, sir, right, brother. Be good. Yes, sir, brother, be All right, good. Yeah. All right. Listen, we got a lot of callers. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, Brandon. Brandon knows the Jets. Salutes to Brandon. Brandon's a Jets fan like the rest of us. I want to thank him for calling in tonight, Brandon. We're talking Jets offense. It's horrific. Please tell me what you saw out there. Please give me your thoughts on this offensive line and this lack of ability to protect Zach Wilson. What are your thoughts on it, man? Hear ye, hear ye. The troll under the bridge is here. Hear ye, hear ye. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> you already know where here I Here we go. Here we Joe, go. Here we go. You know what I got started with. Uh, Sam Darnold had mm-hmm. 300 yards and two rushing touchdowns. But anyway, back to the Jets. Yeah, he did. He did. Connor, and Connor Jets Eight. is a Connor McGovern Go ahead. is horrible. Connor McGovern is horrible. He's horrible. What was it? The one run play? He got pushed out the way, and it was a loss of seven yards. Oh my God! Into the backfield. That has Brandon. to be the first thing he, he changed. Into the backfield. Into the backfield. That's I don't know. I don't know what Mike Lafleur is. It Mike or Matt? What is it? He needs to talk to his brother, whatever his brother's name is. Michael. He needs to talk to him and figure, and figure out how to uh, get some offense going. I seen, I think it was in the second quarter. I think it was in the second quarter. I may be incorrect about the quarter. But it was third yeah. down. Everybody ran the same route at the same depth. They all ran to the left. It, it, I said, what? And Zach got sacked on that play, I think. And I said, what the hell kind of play call is that? Everybody just ran yeah. to the left. Yeah, you know, I, know. I mean, tonight I, we, we, saw, we saw this line struggle so much, you know, and we talked to you, you brought up a, a great one when Connor McGovern getting pushed into the backfield, you know, disrupting a handoff. The guy was literally just shoved him aside like he was, wasn't even there and got to the running back. And then we're seeing, you know, Von Miller not be able to be blocked, even though there's two guys out there, they can't pick it up. We're seeing this offensive oh line struggle the world. We're seeing these wide receivers get some drops. What were your thoughts about some of the drops we saw? Hell, we saw one drop lead to an interception. Braxton Barrios straight off his hands. <laughs> it, it bounces up, gets picked off. We saw Ty Johnson dropping footballs on fourth and one. Corey Davis dropped some balls today. What were your thoughts about the horrific drops that we saw today as well? It, it, it was I, – I have no words. Um, Corey Davis – we have to come to the realization that the Titans let Corey Davis go for a reason. He's 25, oh. I get it. He's, he's 25, and maybe he has some upside. But the the obvious thing is you have a wide receiver that is in sweatpants that could have caught that catches jump balls. Yeah. And you have you have number 11 in sweatpants. I don't. I still yep. don't get it this guy in the game. You have mm-hmm. to. You can't tell me yeah. that he would have. Maybe he would have. Maybe he wouldn't have. But let's so that, that that would shut up all the chatter if you just put the boy in the game. Um, exactly. 
Braxton Bar- for, for some strange reason, Braxton, I think I think Braxton Barrios is leading the team in receptions. That has to be a problem. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it has to be. <laughs> I, I, I love Braxton Barrios. He got he has a nice looking girlfriend. But come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, it's 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 bad. And I, look, like I said, I respect Braxton as well too, but. He should not be a guy that should be heavily featured in your offense if you you don't want to go out there and take care of serious business. We should we've got to figure it out. Some of the play calling today I thought was spotty at best. There was no sense of urgency. We've got to get something going. And like you said as well, Denzel Mims, there's still question marks about yo, why is this guy down on the field? If he doesn't know the entire playbook, let's utilize him in a way, figure out a way to make him effective in the game. Design some plays for him or help. Just tell him what route to run before you put him out there on the field. How about that? Like, that would work. Do something else, but when you have a lack of weapons and guys that aren't getting separation, put a guy out there that will be able to help you in that situation. But you know what else killed me today? What else killed me today, Brandon, was the penalties, man. The penalties were horrific. Give me your thoughts on how the Jets flagged the 8 for 89 yards. What were your thoughts about all the flags that you saw go against the New York Jets today? It was it was embarrassing. It was totally yeah. embarrassing. At one point, we had seventy five penalty yards and seventy five offensive offensive yards. That's oh. it up right there. Brandon, it is insane, dude. That's something that I insane. There. I mean, and and again, we we saw penalties take points off the board for us. It's just absolutely atrocious. So my final question before I let you go, Brandon, because you're bringing the heat is. What are your thoughts about this Jets defense, man? How do you feel about the play of C.J. Mosley? Oh, he's he's back. He's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his play is very, you know, I, I, his play is very good. Quinnen, like I like I thought Quinnen Quinnen's problem was it was um, mm-hmm. he didn't have a training camp really, so he's just knocking mm-hmm. off the rust. So Quinnen. This was his first good game, so I I only see that him stacking more games. The defense, mm-hmm. you, they did good for what they could have done, but if they're on the field so much, it's only so much they can they can stop before you know the the levees break. I'm sorry, if they're on the yeah. field for thirty minutes, forty thirty forty five minutes, it's, it's it's not too much they can do. Yeah. Yeah. So, just, I mean, it's, it's, the defense played – the defense did as much as they could. This game was about the offense, and the offense was atrocious. The line was atrocious. Mm-hmm. The catching, the drop passes was atrocious. Matt LaFleur or Mike, he needs to really – I don't need another Adam Gaze, man. I really don't. I don't need a guy who who's stuck in his ways and he's going to do what he – This no. Go ahead and – you you know how you shut up the chatter, Joe? You just go ahead and you put that num you put number eleven in. If number if number eleven stinks up the field, then we know. Mhm. Yeah. You can't I mean, it, like I said, you can't tell me you can't tell me he's not better than and I'm tired of the oh, he had another great week of practice. He had another great week of practice. He practiced with That's the ones this week. Yeah. It, it's a, it's it's a, does everybody it's have a good practice? That's a, that yeah, reminds me of Todd Bowles. Yeah. He had a good yeah. week of practice. <laughs> yeah. We heard the same thing from Bowles. You hear the same thing from 
Adam Gaze, I mean, it's, it's insane Gaze. at this point. When we're seeing guys not be able to get separation, and you're still not putting Mims out there. Just you got to find some where's way to the, utilize. It, it, it's where's the, where's right the creativity for Elijah Moore? And hopefully he gets better. Yep. He's in concussion protocol. But where's the creativity yep. for Elijah Moore? Where's the bubble screens? Yep. Where's the motion? Where's the jet sweeps? Like everyone said, oh, when they draft Elijah Moore, that's where his role is. Well, really? I just see him lined mm-hmm. up at the uh, at the Y. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, know, he had a couple of catches today, but, I mean, yeah. I seen, a, uh, you know, they they let him run the ball. Okay, now we're starting to get a little creative. But yep. come on now. Let's yeah, get we some just got to see more. Going. The, de- the defense yeah, is doing their part, more. and no one can't say they're yeah. not. Exactly, Brandon. I mean, you're speaking the absolute truth. The defense is showing up. The offense is continuing to struggle, and we're seeing this consistently from the beginning of the season until now. I mean, it's ridiculous. But, Brandon, i got to let you go. I want to thank you. I'll let you get the final word. Go ahead quickly. Uh, You know, they always touted Zach Wilson's uh, fundamentals. Mm -hmm. Does he stand still and and deliver the pass? Where's his scrambling <laughs> mobility at? Like, where where is these I things mean, that I've seen at BYU? Yeah, I mean, he tried. He he did, he did break out to the left today, and he made a quality throw. It was dropped, but I it mean, looked like not he, it really... looked like he was running in quicksand. <laughs> there's nowhere really for him to go. I mean, he dropped back. There's 50 guys yeah, in his true. face. I mean, it's that's insane, Brandon. That, that's true. That's true. So that's I want to that's I thank you for calling in, man. All right, you have yourself a good night, Brandon. All right, you too, Joe. Absolutely, man. Listen, Brandon called in with the fire. He called in with the fire. Salute to Brandon. Listen, we're going to go ahead and close out the show now. This has been unbelievable. Salutes to everyone that called in. Again, I want to thank everybody. It's always fun to chop it up with people, especially, again, right after we watch the game. Jets fans are so passionate. I'm passionate about the team. I want to thank all the new callers as well, all the new viewers. Salutes to you folks. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times, all right? He's playing all right on the offensive line. Connor McGovern, trash. George Fant, trash. Morgan Moses, you looking questionable, boy. Two guys you can't block. You Two guys can't block Von Miller. Come on, bro. Here we go. Two? Anywho, I am the troll that lives under that bridge. I'll have that jersey on. I'm also on YouTube as well. Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. That is where we live stream the show. I do other content on there as well. I do drop videos. We also game sometimes as well. So uh, go to Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and please give my videos a thumbs up. Always greatly appreciate it. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing, especially in times like this. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. 
no matter what anybody tells you, the hugs will always remain free. I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank everyone for calling in. You folks are the absolute greatest. Without you people, I am absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to call in and listen to the show. You folks have a good one. Peace. Yeah.